You are listening to the Joe Rogan Experience Review Podcast. We find little nuggets, treasures, valuable pieces of gold in the Joe Rogan Experience Podcast and pass them on to you, perhaps expand a little bit. We are not associated with Joe Rogan in any way. Think of us as the talking dead to Joe's walking dead. You're listening to the Joe Rogan Experience Review. What a bizarre thing we've created. Now with your host, Adam Thorne. This might either be the worst podcast or the best one of all time. One, go. Enjoy the show. Hey, guys, and welcome to another episode of the JRE Review. This is the second half of the week since there were so many pods from Joe Rogan. First off, quick announcement. Um, We got some new hoodies in. They're dope. They've got our logo on. If you're a listener or a long-time listener, go over to our Instagram, which is Joe Rogan Experience Review you know, at whatever for Instagram and uh, DM us. If you want a hoodie, we got some to give away. I'd be happy to send you one. So just write us a message, like a few of our photos, that'll do it. And uh, tell us your size. Cool. Well, they got to give us something funny though, right? The DM. (coughs) What was the, what was the, it was a trick to it to get to win the hoodie, correct? Oh yeah. Did we think of that? I forgot already. I thought it was like funniest joke. Give us something. something. Give us a dad joke. Let's just go there. There we go. Funniest dad joke. Funniest dad joke. And also shout out to Flow and Roll. For, for making them. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Check out those guys. Link uh, somewhere on our Instagram. I'll put one on there. Guy is out of Florida. Makes great MMA gear. And, um, you know, these hoodies are like sporty type hoodies. Good for working out. Yeah. For sure. Great geese. Great no-gi gear, shorts, you know, if you train, check out his stuff. It's awesome. Anyway, love that guy. All right. Yes. Andrew Santino, what a legend. Dude, that guy is so fucking hilarious. Also, does great impressions and some outrageous ones. The whiskey ginger. Yeah. He's so good, dude. Whiskey ginger. I've seen him at the comedy store many, many times and always just does a great job i his attitude on stage is just brilliant it's it's so good <clears throat> super confident dude they started off talking a lot about golf i guess santino is pretty good at golf apparently and talking about practicing a ton and getting very good and just the levels you know the range of like how difficult it is and how long it takes i mean you play some golf right yeah, I was laughing about all that stuff because I remember how frustrating golf used to be. It still is, but typically you're, let's say you're a little bit stoned or probably three beers to four beers deep, at least I am when I golf. So I'm usually in a pretty good mood and I can just kind of say, fuck it, I'm not that good at this sport anyways. I'm here to have fun. Mm-hmm. I'm here to lose 40, 50 bucks for nine holes of golf and have a good time, and that's awesome. But I I did resonate with the... For me, it took about five years of just sucking ass, and then you'll par a hole. Like, I remember my first, the first hole I parred. Not not exactly, but I remember, like, the year where it was like, oh, I can actually par a few here and there. Right. And then it, you're just hooked after that. You just can't stop, because as soon as you par one hole, you're, you're thinking, I could par every hole now. <laughs> Which you never do. Right. But, but, but you, once but you, you get it, believe it. But once you get a few pars here and there, you you hit a long drive and you actually like can aim and you're not chipping shit into the woods and you're not making huge fucking divots in the ground. It gets really fun. 
Five years is a hell of an investment, though. It takes a long time, man. I've always wondered. I mean, I'm way more in Joe's camp with that, which is unusual. I just like so many guys are into that. It's a lot of time invested for sure. But when you're and old, I, dude, what other sport are you gonna fucking play? You're jiu jitsu. Into in your seventies, you can. Okay. You just gotta go easy. All right, settle down, Bourdain. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, I like I like that, but also you're going to want to smoke some cigars. You're going to want to be outside. You're going to want drinking some beer, smoking some dubs, having a little fun on the golf course. It's just kind of like a men's. It's a nice little men's group. And not to sound lame, but I think that frisbee one sounds more interesting. Frisbee golf is great. That sounds great. It's amazing. That not, sounds super. Not fun. any fucking easier. Really? Yeah, no doubt. Honestly, like, have you tried throwing one of those frisbees? It goes all over the place. You got you're searching in the woods for fucking hours for those things. Oh, up in trees. I mean, it's fun. I'll put a flashing light on top of mine <laughs> so I can find it. I've lost a lot of frisbees in the woods. Well, you played that? Oh yeah, frisbee we used, one. We used to do that in high school a lot. Growing up in Michigan, that was the thing. We'd skip school and go play frisbee golf and smoke weed. Bert Kreischer is big into it. It's like, fun. Seriously, he wants to put on like a really professional tournament and i think joe might even go host i would it. love that not host it but like commentate That'd and you know great. do it from the standpoint of not knowing what the fuck is going on but just saying <laughs> funny shit dude that would make that sport blow up well i mean look at that last hole they had that in that arena that when the waste management company what is it that just waste management sponsored that golf thing the last hole was like a fucking party it was great oh yeah well, what were they saying about that they built like a twenty, thirty thousand person thing around the? I'm guessing that was the 18th hole of whatever. I don't know what golf tournament it was. The waste management yeah. tournament, apparently. That's uh, wild that they can just build a thing like that. They've just got like all this scaffolding lying around. I mean, that's such cool. a huge thing to put together. It was fun to see. Could I mean, be fun. The I... difference between old golf and new golf, and when you look at the crowds. I mean that kind of started with Tiger, but now it's now that I mean that's just over the top. I imagine it's just like a bunch of fraternity kids. Who knows? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, nothing no, wrong with fraternities. I like Top Golf. How about that? Mm. That's as far as I've gone. They have good food there too, but that's how they get you. It's a fun time. Have you been there? Oh yeah. Our, your bill is in Knoxville. Ne- the bill is never under three hundred dollars, dude. It never. was so much money, dude, for four of us. Yeah, and we only had like snack appetizers. Yep, they get you on the food and the drinks. Yeah, those drinks though. We did that in Salt Lake a couple month, couple probably month ago. Mm. It's amazing, but yeah, the it's bill so was fun. like four hundred and some dollars for five of us. I think six of us. Yeah, be prepared. Like, Fuck, my but. kid was having a blast though. He he! The, the ball would come out and he'd take it. He's getting so pissed. He's only two and a half. He's getting so pissed at the club. He'd put the club down, pick the ball up, and just throw it. I think I sent you the video. I saw that, <laughs> dude. I'm pretty sure I threw one once. How? It's hard. Yeah. I how about darts it. in England? I didn't know until probably till I started watching Ted Lasso that darts were such a thing. Oh, dude. Yeah, darts are big. I had no idea. Yep. We used to have game shows as a kid. One called Bullseye. And it's like was real famous in like the eighties, probably early nineties. Okay. And there would be this announcer that would just be like one hundred and eighty, which is you know when you get three Perfect of the score. fucking that's three bullseyes, yeah. And right. it, it's it's huge. The tournaments there are big time, dude. Yeah, it's just like pub stuff though. You know, it's like snooker's real big there. Not the snooker's like a pub sport, it's but it's snooker. Just, I always called it snooker. Yeah, Snooker. Americans. Two, two O's makes sense. You can't say Worcestershire sauce either. 
Mm, yeah, everyone says we're Chesterchire. <laughs> it's like the fucking Chesterchire cat. Doing the best. But yeah, it's it's a big sport over but, there. We got some weird ones, though. We have like bowls, which are like, you know, it's just like you roll a little bowl down. Yeah. And then you have a, a like a bowl, not a bowling Where, like, bowl, but it's different. It's just like solid. You can't put your fingers in. And you roll it down and it just curves in. At what? an angle to, and that's super popular. That's not like uh, like what you see at like the the old school arcades where you just roll it up and you got sh- it jumps up the little j- the ramp and goes into the middle. No, I don't know what points. that's. I can't remember what that's called, but yeah, yeah, not that. Huh? It's completely different. I haven't even seen what you're talking about. What's it called? I'm gonna look it up. Just called like English balls, I think. English balls. Oh, we would just how call many it A's? Balls. How many A's do we have in that? <laughs> A few. <laughs> But you know, you get that in old countries. Like you just get old sports that are yeah. kind of well, you were niche talk- and interesting. We were talking and- about the other day uh, squash. Because I squash. told you I played racquetball. And my fucking shins were done after one, two rounds of racquetball. The next three days, I feel like I had shin splints. It's hard work. Well, that fucking court is so hard. I'm out, I'm in like skateboard shoes. You yeah, know? it's the only thing that won't. Does anything because you were a good tennis player right back in the day? Mm-hmm. Does anything translate over to that sport, or not really? I think the side to side kind of shuffling where you're like running around to, to get a ball, but it it will fuck up your tennis game quickly because it's a completely different sport. Oh, you're I trying see. to lightly tap it into the corners and play the angles, whereas in tennis you're trying to get over a net. So what I'd keep doing, it, what I I would fuck up my racquetball game because I'm hitting it hard like a tennis ball. And then the guy playing me is like hitting it back, no problem. And he's like tapping it into the corners. I'm hitting it hard, waiting for the ball to come back. And all of a sudden, he's tapping it into the corner like six inches above the floor. And I can't get to it. I'm like waiting for a tennis ball to come back oh, to me. You I know? see what you mean. Yeah. Well, totally. I mean, just was hitting right? it way too hard. Because hmm. I like hitting shit hard. I'm not. I'm not into that. I can't find your English ball thing. <laughs> we'll look it up. <laughs> we'll look it up later. Oh, English lawn ball. That's fun. What else did we have here for Mr. Santino? They were talking about the Beatles for a while, like just how genius they are. <clears throat> and I went on a, after they kind of brought it up, I went on a little bit of a YouTube go through because they were yeah. talking about Paul McCartney playing Hey Jude for the first time in front of the Beatles. And you watch that video, it's like they're listening yeah. and they start kind of joining in. And what I did not know is you know all the albums that they had, mm-hmm. and it made it seem like they were just, a, like, for a period of time, they were around for, like, they'd been here a long time. Dude, they did all that shit in, like, eight years. All of those albums, all of those transitions and changes, yeah, it was like... Come on. From something like the beginning to the end of the Beatles was, sim- like, somewhere around eight years. No fucking way. Yeah, I think up until they stopped kind of touring, but then they were still together a little bit, making some albums. I don't know. Towards the end, that, it's like... It does kind of make sense. I mean, if you look at, you know, Nirvana's a bad example. Um, somebody like Jimi Hendrix... What would he was famous for? I don't know what four or five years, mm-hmm. and then Did he's dead. That, yeah, and think of all the albums, mm-hmm. and you just you you hear the same thing over and over. I mean, similar with Nirvana. If you look at their albums, there's only like five, and two of them, no one even fucking knew who what those albums were because they they're didn't become good, famous though. until never mind. Yeah, yep, they're all that's amazing. True. But we hear all these songs and we think, wow, they have this big catalog. No, they don't. Mm-hmm. But Beatles has an enormous catalog. Enormous. Don't they? they did it all in that time, dude. Bands today will that's different, go, right? 
they go on a hiatus for like 10 years. Right. And then they release an album and it's like, it took 10 years to release. And it's just like, the Beatles would have done fucking... Well, the Stones are... The, I mean, Stones have been... They have even more albums, do they not? I mean, the Stones is probably the biggest. Yeah, no doubt. But to be fair, their stuff kind of wasn't that great after the 70s. McCartney said in a press release he was no longer working with the group. That was in the 1970. Bop, 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 bop. Not formalized until 1974. Yeah, I don't know. This is just talking about their breakup, but that's crazy. Something close to that, dude. It's wild. It, it, either way, it's shorter than you would expect. You know, I was like, they must have been touring and doing shit for like well over twenty years but with I, all that. Well, all those you, changes. You but think, now, you think about that though. Eight years in their practice and every day they're coming up with a material every day. You're going to come up with a lot. I mean, it's similar to what I was saying about about Hendrix. The guy had a lot of material. And the Doors, too. Mm-hmm. Morrison. I mean, you think of those bands, they weren't around that long. Yeah. And they have a shit ton of content, a shit ton of music that is so good. It's so good. It's so good. And you're thinking, man, if they were still alive, imagine. Because all those bands would have came up with the same amount of music as the Beatles or the Stones. No doubt. They're just one of the only bands that didn't fucking kill themselves yeah. or or from drugs or whatever, overdosing. Mm-hmm. If you think about that, what are the, like all those other famous bands we just mentioned, Doors... In the same era, there's plenty more. I Could mean, you imagine if John Lennon never died? Oh, and then so much good music. They were all still alive, and we've lost George Harrison, but we got Ringo mm. and Paul left. Yeah, imagine if at any point later, like late late nineties, early two thousands, they had just come together for a yeah. one time get together tour, world tour. Dude, that amazing. would have been the biggest tour ever. Or just think about the amount of music they would have each came up with, even if they were, even if it was like the Eagles when Henley and and Fry went and did their own thing. Granted, their '80s music sucks compared to their Eagles '70s music, but you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. They'd all have different songs that none of us know about because it didn't happen. Yeah. But, or Hendrix, I, I think about that one a lot, and Nirvana. It's almost like it's a real bummer. It's a bummer. Like if someone is that amazing at what they do, and then they just kind of stop doing it. Or they, and they die. Or oh, they die. Well, but I think that's it's like, why. like, think what was lost. These people were such geniuses. That's why they died young. I mean, granted, right? There's a lot to that. No doubt. I mean, there's a lot going on. You're 27. You're super rich. You're super famous. You can't go anywhere. I wouldn't have made Everything it. you do and sing makes people fucking pass out because they think you're like a god. It, it's got to go to your head. Gonna make you a bit weird. Well, yeah. Look at what look at with Cobain. He went from the biggest nerd ever that everyone hated, and he was the biggest loner, to everyone loving him. Every chick in the universe wanting to bone him. Mm-hmm. He didn't want any of that. No. He said it in all most of his songs, and all, they wouldn't do interviews. Yeah, he didn't, he didn't like want it. it. He hated it. That's what drove him to kill himself. Probably, unless Courtney did it. <laughs> oh, allegedly. Oh, ooh. allegedly. They get into like court jester. Talk. I can't remember how they like went down he there. He always but, talks about that. Well, but it's like an archetype, right? If you're looking yeah, at true. like Jungian theory or whatever from yep. psychology, it's like one of the archetypes. But think about how weird of a job that is. That in a way, that's like what the first comedians were. Mm-hmm. Like they're not really clowns. Clowns are no. It's entertainment. Yeah, yeah. It's like clowns are creepy. Verbal, as of course they are. But jesters are like they mess and they mess with everyone. So you're in the court. They've got yeah. they've got you know lords and ladies from other areas. They've all come together, and this one guy kind of knows all the politics between it all. 
yeah. and just can kind of rip everyone and well, no one smart. can kill him. They're smart. Genius. The, yeah. They're they clever. Be. They have to be clever. You can't be a good comedian if you're not fucking clever. You got to be fa- you got to be fast. Full of quick wit. And you got to know also carefully how to tow that line before someone cuts your head off. Yeah, you don't want to go to the guillotine, baby. Uh-uh. Well, back then. I mean, they even talked about it. it. Just... All the different ways that people would <sighs> used to be tortured in the past. Yeah, oh, dude, that what, was fucked up. It's so bad. What I was thinking, right, the is The cutting, like, the little cuts. Dude, Ooh. a thousand. Ooh. Ooh. A thousand death by you a thousand You know they're probably putting cuts. salt water into those cuts, too, or something crazy. Oh, the, or the waterboarding, that would drive me crazy so fast. Dude. That one doesn't even sound that bad, but have it's... you... Have you... <laughs> I can't remember when we did this, but I've I've fucked with that before. Like when, if somebody's dripping something on you, like you're at the pool or whatever, that shit drives me crazy. If it's right in between your eyes like that, it actually did drive people crazy, right? Yeah. People like went out of their minds because they like couldn't yeah. sleep or whatever, and then just Ooh. went nuts. Dude, speaking of, they brought up Jack Ruby again. Ooh, remember what that was with? Uh, that was in this one, right? Hold on. Because they started talking about the Vatican, and then they got into the docu-series. Yeah, Jack Ruby was buried by his dad's house. Uh, Let's see. Oh, Jolly West. That's what it was. So Jolly West, we talked about this earlier in the week. Jolly West was in Jack Ruby's cell, and then he goes crazy and dies of cancer later. Right. What the fuck? Yeah, dude. So we didn't get that. I didn't get that right last week. I was thinking Jack Ruby came to somebody's cell. No. Jolly West, who used to work for the FBI, came to Jack Ruby's cell. And then, what was it? I don't even know. For a month later or something, he dies of some sort of crazy cancer. It wasn't long. But he went crazy before that. He, gave, he was giving him acid. He, he had to have given him something. Because already, we already know from that other dude's book, The Chaos by Tom O'Neill, that, that he always mm-hmm. talks about. The MK Ultra. The MK Ultra book, which I have to order. Yeah. I've got to order that. Dude, it, no it doubt says he was the same up. guy giving Charles Manson LSD. And supplying him with LSD and letting him run loose. They wanted people to believe that the hippies were fucking crazy. They wanted to go against the hippies because the hippies didn't want to go to war. And everyone mm-hmm. was starting to follow that. Yeah, peace and love, baby. Come on. Right? Yeah. They wanted somebody like Manson, who's fucking crazy, to do that. Come on. That it's must, so fucked. That and that was all FBI sponsored, was it not? Yeah, I think so. It must be what's getting redacted from those files. I mean, isn't isn't that isn't that a known thing? Aren't those aren't those files known like this chaos book? Isn't that a known fact that they gave that he was part of MK Ultra, Marilyn Manson? Mm-hmm. Or <laughs> Marilyn Manson. <laughs> that is a weird Freudian slip. Yeah. Well, not Charles really. Manson. I mean, half of his name is from Charles. Guy's scary, but it's just it doesn't shock me. The, the scary thing is, it doesn't shock me at all that our government was involved in all those things. I think, but we have documentation that this Jolly West guy was part of it, and we have documentation with Manson, and we have documentation of him being in Jack Ruby's cell before he went crazy. It doesn't take a lot to connect, and those we're dots. not going to connect those dots. We're not allowed to. Yeah. Come on. Who, how do you explain it? Yeah, wake up. <sighs> Too Fucking much. Jolly West. I'm going to look this guy up now. What the else you got? I, the last thing I wanted to hit on was how, how Joe wants um, his death to be, like cremated or oh, whatever. He yeah. wants the Tibetan sky ritual. Where That's the, cool. Where like, the eagles pick your body apart. Obviously, he's just joking. It's kind of cool, I'm though. sure his daughters were going to struggle with that funeral, but... 
Just the idea that he's like, yeah, just give it back. Doesn't mean anything now. Just uh, give it back to the to the land. That one's crazy to think that exists. It, it, I, does it still today? Don't know. Like you go to Tibet, <laughs> go to a funeral, and it's just like a dead body getting picked to pieces. I mean, isn't isn't that just? I mean, the Native Americans did that too, right? Isn't or some of them, not all of them. Mm. It's a similar thing, right? Where you put you just have you up in the sky, on it's like on a you know I don't want to say stretcher, but it's like a stilts, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think something like that. I don't know. I <laughs> think back giant the, back to the sky, baby. Giant bonfire for me. Put me on the top of it. Like Guy Fawkes, just. I mean, it's pretty cool what Hunter S did. Fight out of shot a cannon. out of a rocket or cannon. Cannon, yeah. Thanks to Johnny Depp, he paid pretty, for that. Did you know that? Pretty dope. You told me that. Yeah, wild. Pretty dope, dude. I well, mean, sad that he had to go to the. Yeah, had to kill you know, himself. But. Had to kill himself to, in order to do that. But getting shot out of a canyon is pretty dope. I think I'm going to put that into my. Into my uh, will. Yeah, yeah I, I don't want, want you guys any... to party. I want you to wear all white at my funeral mm-hmm. and shoot me out of a fucking cannon. Excellent. Into the mountains. And, or... and also, you you only serve like spaghetti bolognese <laughs> and red wine. What's so, that? What's the significance of that? Because everyone's wearing white. Oh, so fun. they're just going to be nervous and it's spilling fun. it and splashing it. Really liquidy sauce too. So there's like no way to eat it. See, without getting I think all you over just yourself. serve MDMA on a platter <laughs> and a lot of waters. Okay, I mean, come on. I'm in. I want it to be love, love fest. Everybody's be, just you know hugging each other. We could have a good time. Well, in, in that case, then, take a week off of work so you're not depressed for a, six days. Don't die too. Old, because otherwise it's probably going to do my heart in if I'm doing a bunch of MDMA <laughs> at your funeral. All right, let's jump over to Sonny. Hopefully it'll be legal by then. <laughs> yeah, it probably will. Sonny. Did you know this guy? I had not heard of Me him. Me neither. Love him. He's I like guy. his style. I thought it was like really kind of sweet in a way that he was like describing how nervous he was yeah, on the platform. Yeah, right at the beginning. And he kept adjusting, but he was really good at describing it too. He didn't pretend that he wasn't. He was just like, yeah, yeah, this is a lot. I'm just kind of... Yeah, that was A great. lot of people are listening. I love the honesty when people yeah, are talking. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's probably what makes him so good at his food show because you need that. What's yeah. his food show called? The Best Food Show Review. Yeah, and it has a... A shitload of let's check it out subscribers. The best food show review. I didn't check it out yet. I do love how Joe asked him about his bandana right off the bat, and he's like, "Fuck it, dude. It's just what I do." Yeah, and then because he's sweating, and he's all like, the "I time. don't, I don't want to be a douchebag. I just, it's just something I got into for the show." And then I started wearing it all the time, and that it was just interesting to me, funny. I think it's good to have like that kind of iconic a little persona. Yeah. yeah, you gotta have it. You gotta have something that stands out. And fair play. How difficult is that to like make a show, you know, especially something that big? Well, I just love the origin story. It, it, this was actually one of the better, in my mind, one of the better, um, how do you say it? Just a, a better um, interview uh, process for Joe. And it's because it's the first time Sonny's been on. So it makes sense. You know, Joe gets a lot of the same guests. And for someone like me who hasn't been listening religiously for years and years and years, I just started listening to this oh, show you, religiously. Oh, you missed all that origin stories. Yeah, I missed stories. a lot of the origin stories, like Mike Davis, for example, from last week. I had no idea he'd been on the show like eight times or whatever. I'm Mike, like, who the Mike fuck Baker? is this? Or Baker, excuse yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. 
had no had no clue. And so I, I really enjoy when there's a new guest because Joe goes through the origin story. He did the same thing with Sam and Colby, mm-hmm. which was which is fun for me. I like that. Yeah. I like to to know what's happening. Um obviously he's not gonna do that every time when he has new guests. Sure. I I really appreciate when Joe's going through those origin stories and I liked how Sonny you know, he's a Minnesota boy. His clearly the rest of his family, you know, his brothers, I think he was saying were yeah, like lawyers, lawyers and maybe shit. a doctor. They were all successful. Poor Sonny was trying to live up to something and you know, he kept he, he just didn't have the self esteem. It sounded seemed. like it, yeah. And and without the direction and he didn't have the education because he hadn't finished college. Right. Back back to your point though, maybe on a week when Rogan takes off mm-hmm. or we just don't have as many shows to review, we should go back and look up some guests. Who were, have been the on first time. for the first time, and and maybe we'll just run through a, That's fun. like a review for that, you know? Because I yeah I hadn't thought of that really. Because most of the people that I know that listen to Rogan have done what I've done, listened since the beginning. Right. So they're kind of they're, they're caught up with it. But yeah, you coming in, I guess, and and new listeners out there that are coming in are probably missing these <clears throat> these little kind of backstories. I like to see. The way he described himself listening, or excuse me, eating some of the food and trying to be respectful of the culture, like when he's talking about eating that tofu, there's no fucking way I would eat that. That sounds so gross. That stinky, slimy, like putrid is oh, the dude. word term for that tofu yeah. sandwich. Oh my God. And he's going, he's like closing his eyes thinking, I can get through this. This is for the culture. Like I'm just trying to be a normal guy. I don't know how you do that. I would just throw up. I couldn't do it. It's fear factor shit right there. That is some fear factor shit for sure. I mean, I would think that if your body is rejecting it that hard, that there's probably a reason. Yeah, I mean, I'm watching one right now. I'm looking at this. He's he, he's This is on the food show. They got scorpions and shit. Oh, eels. There's Sonny right there looking good, bud. Yeah, just a night, just a fun guy, man. He's a what, sweetheart. What a cool, what a cool story. Like yeah. he lo- he loves Asia. He's got a what Vietnamese uh, wife, or was she just uh, Korean? I'm, I can't remember. I can't, Sorry. I, yeah, but well, he lives he in v- he, Vietnam now. He was going back and forth from was it Korea, South Korea, and Japan yeah. to mm-hmm. keep his to keep his visa. visa. Yeah. yeah, and like that's a cool story. Like the way he described being for nervous for the customs. Because if they, I guess, catch him once and they're like, hey, you're never we don't want teachers. Back. You can't come back. Yeah. He's like, wow, I'm fucked now. But he kept hustling. Yeah. He kept doing it, making his content, like working up to it. And yeah, it's brilliant. I mean, this show looks amazing. I'm going to have to watch this now because I had never watched it. I had never heard of it. I loved Bourdain. It's I just going to make me hungry, though. I loved Bourdain. But Bourdain Who was, didn't? Come on. I mean, he's the best. The best. He's the best. So clearly he was inspired by Bourdain. I didn't know the other guy he mentioned that he was inspired by. It was was another cooking show. Yeah, I can't remember either. Um, Wasn't Gordon Ramsay. No. (laughs) (laughs) I I do like a a kitchen... Is it Kitchen Confidential or Kitchen Nightmares? Kitchen Nightmares. I do love me some Kitchen Nightmares. I, I thought it was interesting when he was talking about steak. You know, you and I... I feel like you and I know how to cook a steak. I could run you through it right now. You know, you let it sit out. You let it get, you know, up to regular room temp. Or not room temp, but like you let it sit out for 20 minutes. Salt and pep, five minutes on each side, maybe four if you want a little bit more rare. Mm-hmm. Let it sit for five. Lots of butter, salt and pepper. Done. Done. Fucking perfect. Done. Every time. Though he thinks what? Cooking That's camel a, is easier? Well, no. What he was saying was most people would fuck it up. 
And, you know, for someone like you and I who cook a lot of steak or, or Rogan who cooks a lot of steak, it's easy for us. It's very simple. We don't even think about it. If you could it. follow instructions, you could do it. But most people would fuck that up. They'd overcook it. That's true. It would suck. It would be raw. It would be no flavoring, no I've, spices. What's weird is I've cooked so many steaks yeah. that um, it's like the thing I cook the, the most. <laughs> Me too. One of I can just kind of it's weird it's like i can just guess where it needs to be if i've got like four steaks to make someone's like i want it rare i want it medium i want it this or that it's it's just never a problem for me to even on different grills i mean it maybe won't be perfect but it just amazes me when i get um when i get uh oh i'm just watching Sorry, they're cutting some eels. Is that what they're doing? Yeah, heads we're watching of eels some, uh, cut off from uh, Sunny, Sunny Show. Sunny Show here. That oh, is, yeah, we're gonna put that away. Yeah, that's too much. Whew. But no, it just amazes me when I eat at a restaurant or really even any person's house, and they just fuck a steak up. It's like, how did you manage it's, that? It's sad when that happens. It's all done for you. It's like the one type of food that has everything you need. Like, let's be honest: to make a good salad, you got to put a lot in there. Yeah. You know, or a good roast, or there's a lot of flavors and spices, or a curry. There's just a lot to do. All you need is really salt. Salt, pepper, butter. Yeah. Got to have butter. Got to have butter. You have to have butter. You should. And you don't need steak sauce ever. No. Um, what did you think delicious. What did you think about him? I, I resonate, this resonated with me, the achieving the goal. Like, if you achieve a goal. This happens to me when I finish a, a magazine sometimes. I'll get. I'll have this goal. You get to it. Then I get depressed after I finish the goal that I've been wanting to finish. It's almost like you get to this high dopamine level and then boom, and then it tanks. He, mm-hmm. he was mentioning that. Like he thought he didn't need anything else once he had, once he was making X amount of dollars doing this cooking show, or I think he compared it to um, he was doing some executive videos in Korea where they were actually paying him like four grand a month or something, or four grand a video. I can't remember exactly right. what he said. Yep. He's thinking this is all I've ever wanted, and then for whatever reason, you you get to that point, and you and then there's this low. Well, they say that with people that graduate um, with certain degrees, especially grad students and sometimes PhDs, like big, you know, bigger level degrees, and at least with mm. PhDs, like longer ones, where it's like this is all you've ever done. You put everything mm. into this moment, like doctors, and now you have to go into the workplace. And, you know, there's just like this kind of strange, this this chapter is over, I don't know what to do with myself type mm. of feeling that happens. Probably the same with projects. I've always looked at it like this, and I would say this about you, if you don't mind. I don't care. But you work so hard towards the end of one of those projects. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like it's you were sprinting so hard, you're just exhausted. It's exhaustion, yeah. And, yeah. and it's like a break. If you true. had a smoother build-up... That's true. It's, it's very like, true. It's like kids at school with finals, I used to see. They'd cram, yep. cram, cram, do the finals, everything's stressful, get their grades, and they don't want to fucking look at a book for a long time afterwards. But it, uh, I feel like if the transition is not as intense... That's true. You know, but maybe there are other factors. Well, but but Rogan topped it off by saying, if you and he says this a lot, you just continue to do good work and you're going to stay happy. Exactly. So, yeah, maybe don't push yourself too hard or just don't fuck up those deadlines and wait and wait and wait and procrastinate. Yeah, just try and make, ev- like, if you think about it, everything, <clears throat> it, it's literally like this. You've got to walk 10 miles and you have a month. Yeah. Don't wait start. till the last day. Yeah. If you just did, yeah. you know, like, 
300 feet every day for the whole month, you'd probably do it, and you wouldn't even notice you did it. Yeah. It would be a piece of cake. It's, I think True. it's like spreading it out like that, so there's not like ever just this Scheduling. one moment that... Well, look at Rogan, right? He does these arena tours of comedy, or he'll film a special. He's not talking about it on his podcast before it happens. Like, oh, God, guys, I've got like a 20,000... Yeah. seat arena to do i can't do any pods this week like i'm no. just so stressed about it no he just he just he's spaces everything out home. he's used to it he's done it a lot it's like kind of not a big deal yeah so i think that's kind of helpful in that sense totally also totally. sonny's talking about this kind of earlier on when he in, was getting his foot in the door yeah. yeah or he finally got his foot in the door after a year it sounded like five or six years of really just being trying broke. really hard and having no money yeah he followed what he wanted to do, man. I mean, you got to give the guy credit. He's I love crushing stories it now. like this. He's crushing it. And but man, I don't think he wants to go back to Egypt again, huh? No, no fuck <laughs> that. That sounded like shit. I mean, they stole all his camera gear, dude. Why are they like that? Don't know. It says that. Well, remember they said they changed. They've changed their laws now. It doesn't make me want to go there. No, I. I mean, look, I'd love to see the pyramids, but me I too. feel like I feel like there's some unrest that I'd be a bit worried about. Maybe not. Maybe it's cool. They don't trust white boys in red bandanas, that's for sure. Well, I don't think we should go into a podcast. No. If we go over there with any of this equipment, no. they'd be singling us out. They want to know who we are. They think, think just... we were like actual reporters until we explained, guys, we have no skills like that. <laughs> Believe us. <laughs> hey, I could write a story, but That's true. Yeah, yeah. You you probably qualify. So they'd arrest you and I'd be free to go. Be- beautiful. Okay, Mad Honey. How much do you want to try that shit? I'll try it. I'd try it right now if you had some. Dude, should we try and get some? Yeah, sure. Is it illegal? It, I don't think it is. So what is the deal? Is right, let, it me the, the, let me look it up. Let me look it up. The bees are eating Ro- magic mushrooms. Rona- Ronodendron flowers? Huh. Is that what it was on these cliff sides in like in... Fuck, I feel like if it? you could just grow that flower... China? Though, is it China? If you could just grow that flower and you just stick a, a beehive next to it, you could make this anywhere. Assuming the flower would grow. Just get a greenhouse. How many people you think have looked up Mad Honey in the last few days? Fucking Millions, shit. dude. So many. Gastro Obscura. Ooh. Is Mad Honey hallucinogenic? That sounds like the technical name for, for centuries people have used Mad Honey. <laughs> Gastro Obscura, watch out, <laughs> bud. High doses cause hallucinations and in rare cases death. Mad honey is still harvested and sold today, though it's illegal in some nations. We don't know which nations. Let's see. Oh, it's in Nepal, not China. So close to China. Uh, la, 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 la. Nepal and Turkey. Bees produce a strange and dangerous concoction. Mad honey comes from the largest honey bee. This dude from Vice, I ate two teaspoons, the amount recommended by the honey hunters, and after about 15 minutes, I started to feel a similar high to weed. Okay? Hmm. Didn't take enough. (laughs) I felt like my body was cooling down, starting from the back of my head and down through my torso, a deep, icy, hot feeling settled in my stomach and lasted for several hours. That doesn't sound good. No. The honey was delicious, and though a few of the hunters passed out from eating a bit too much, no one suffered from the projectile vomiting or explosive diarrhea I'd been warned about. Okay. Wow. No, it sounds like it's a lot different from it does, a lot it, of people. Rodent, of, rhododendron is the flower. It's a very be- beautiful pink mountainside flower. Mm. It kind of doesn't sound anyway, all that worse. I'd rather just eat mushrooms. 
Yeah. Well, I don't want my stomach to feel hot and cold. That's I, I, I like icy hot on my back, not my stomach. Yeah. Well, you know, sometimes with the shrooms, too, if you take a lot, you get yeah, that, like, weird, true. am I hungry, am I thirsty, am you I, like, might want to puke. ton of confusion, do I need a poo? Sweaty. You don't even know. So hot, sweaty, yeah. cold. Everything's clammy. You could be outside in, like, 20 degree weather in a t-shirt, and you're like, damn, it's hot out here. <laughs> you just have no idea what's <laughs> happening. hot. So confused. Where do yeah. I live? And two seconds later, you're like, it's fucking freezing in here, and you're inside. Well, that... He was his brother was texting him right after oh, taking what he Great did like text. six six spoonfuls six spoonfuls and you know it starts off okay and then the end by the end it's like dread terrible idea don't do it yeah like yeah he went maybe I should eat a banana he went down a rabbit hole bless him that I thought it was cool one. though that Joe's like fuck it yeah I'll try a half yeah I would have tried it I would have tried a full spoonful come on well but he, he had a show he yeah, had a show, had a show I get it if he didn't have a show he would have done a full how spoon. did he describe it he goes I don't want wobbly legs yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, wobbly legs. I've seen people do stand up and open mics on shrooms. It's usually terrible. That's no, a horrible bad idea. idea oh, you can't talk on shrooms? No, Come on. It didn't what make are you sense. Thinking? Brave, though. That's what uppers are for. And beer. Mm. Beer helps, but no more than three. Yeah. At least for me. That's what I always do before I have to talk on stage. I got to have three beers in me, dude. Oh, it's one. It's mandatory, right? Can you get on stage sober? No, not me. Yeah, I mean, three I don't like beers it. for comedy might be pushing it. Two. You could do a shot and a beer. Shot that's, and a beer. That's pretty good. There you go. Yeah, Brendan and Schaub and, and Joe do that. Shot, beer, smoke. Can do that, yeah. There you go. Yeah, have a secret sig. The secret sig get you kind of pumped up a little bit. It, weed is actually really good if you practice, <clears throat> but you got to be like used to smoking weed and comfortable yeah. with it. But you can get quite stoned and go on stage, and you're pretty funny, like really hones you in yeah it, it does make the bombing worse though because right. obviously you're a bit more paranoid does it slow you down slow you yeah, down kind of you just chill and thinking it through and just really kind of feeling the crowd sometimes i mean i wouldn't say sense. every time it, it is better but it's, i feel like it's a fun way of doing it it's a good challenge to kind of push yourself and get up there it's but it definitely is scarier though you're like ooh. Shouldn't be. Ooh, wobbly yeah. legs. Yeah, you're just like, okay, let's get weed, focused. Weed is one of those things for me, and same with shrooms. You, I can never get a good, I, I can never get the dosage right. Oh, you just got to start small. Yeah. Just every time small, give it a few minutes, though no one ever does this. No one does it. And then just sit there and see how high you are. And then whatever you say, D- definitely don't be like, oh, I'm not even that high. I'm just going to really yeah, rip no, it. Like, just idea. keep adding a little bit and... Don't ever do an eighth grade hit. Go from there, yeah, bad. And yeah. also edibles is the worst because people wait an hour, sometimes don't think that they're feeling much, and then mm. they just double down, and that's how you can go You can go to space. Yeah. Scary space. Mm. Nobody no, wants start to. shaking. The last thing I wanted to talk about <clears throat> on this, you know, because they... Um, Sonny asked him just kind of like, hey, you know, how do you do your videos and blah, blah, blah. And Joe was talking about how people on YouTube will cut up his videos yep, yep. and like make different versions. And I've never heard Joe talk for about that bait, before. For clickbait. I assume that Joe really didn't mind and it was probably it like, like good advertising. He didn't like that. Right. So it makes me think, you know, as we move forward with different projects and bringing things to our audience and other Rogan fans. Like, we we, we kind of have to be respectful of that because I, I wouldn't want someone to do something to this show that 
didn't wasn't representing us well. So True. I don't want to do that for him. True. I don't. Know? I don't think we are. I mean, a lot of people think we're ripping him off by doing this, but we're just fans. Yeah, we're just fans talking about it. And Fuck if you that. actually listen, then and I wouldn't say would it's a that. lot. It's like haters. It's There's not like a lot. Three. It's not a ton. But like nobody's getting too worked up about it. They're just jealous that they don't like have you this said, job because it's, it's dope. It's people who aren't doing the shit that they're supposed to be doing, so they're mad at themselves, so they got to be mad at somebody else. I would say that there is not one person that has ever been really upset about this show or upset about a lot, many other things yeah. that is like doing well in their own life. Of if you have not. a look at it, they're just not. like sad people. Well, I mean, even if you're annoyed, who the fuck has the time and energy to like write a shitty comment i always see it on instagram i'm like who even bothered to do that like it's why people sitting in bed depressed probably yeah they're not happy people are they no definitely chance. not no chance but yeah something to think about so no clipping his stuff yeah so rogan if you ever listen to us we are fans buddy that's it yeah we just like you we like your guests we're gonna keep talking about your show because we like it yeah it's good and hopefully we don't misrepresent stuff yeah you know that's really kind of it i mean we're not here to like be negative shit talkers even if a a guest comes on that's like sometimes a bit boring i still do my best to get Get like the the enjoyment out of it it. it's like why there's a reason that person's on maybe they don't speak as well as others or they're not as clear about things or yeah but it's like yeah let's just try and find the best it doesn't mean that we condone everything that they do you know, it's well, just like, it's just a person that came on. We yeah, can't talk about it. You know, Fedora, you know Fedor, Fedor. We, did, we didn't even talk about him last week, I don't think, or two weeks ago. Because, you know, there wasn't much to talk about. But it's because Joe loves po- playing pool. That's it made true. sense for him to be on, but um, we're both kind of like, eh. Well, it was interesting, actually, yeah. but we had enough. We had enough. There's a lot going there. on. There's a lot going on. But you know what I'm saying? I still took the best out of it. And, exactly. And when I was listening, like, it was still interesting. Just wasn't. Wasn't, you know, Neil deGrasse. Let's jump over to Matt uh, McCluster. Matt McCluster. And Shane Shane Gillis. Shane Very funny, guys. I like their style a lot. You can tell they've been friends a while. Um, You know, Matt has... We've seen Shane a ton. (coughs) And if you like Shane's comedy, which a lot of people do, he does have a very unique style. Like, he has just some mannerisms and some ways of going into jokes that just always make it funny. He's just a great guy for that. He's like built for comedy. Agreed. Matt has some of that too. Like you can tell that they're kind of similar. I feel like if I heard Matt just shooting this shit and telling some jokes that I would hear a bit of Shane in there, you know what I mean? Or vice versa. I'm not saying who got what, but. He's a good storyteller. Funny. He didn't just sit back and let Shane talk, which uh-huh. I, I was expecting. Yeah, he was fully, yeah, fully he's, into he's it. He's great. He had great stories. Mm. And mean, they had fun. They were like making fun of the fact that he brought something up on this giant platform and they're getting upset about, what was it, like parking tickets? Oh, yeah. Somebody's his like dad has the same name as his brother and his I, brother yeah. got his dad's car taken. or his, No, the brother got his car taken. Well, he said he had like because his dad had the same three name. old shitty cars like ripped like taken, Toyota Corolla repossessed yeah Camrys yeah Bad. did you know the Saudis bought WWE I'm just gonna start from the beginning I Brand had no new. idea it's a new thing yeah so they're I, doing WrestleMania I guess I didn't even know that shit still was around oh, I dude, remember watching Hulk Hogan and Andre the Giant back in the eighties dude the Saudis just bought Ronaldo they're trying to buy Messi. 
for wow. $460 million a year. They're going to buy him for their team? Half a billion a year for him to play because Messi's the biggest thing. Yeah. So now you've got Messi and Ronaldo. I mean, they are pumping money into their They're trying to buy world both of entertainment. Of yep. They already have Ronaldo. I didn't know that. Dude, that, how much money do they fucking have over there? All of it. I wouldn't take it. I wouldn't want to go live there. Why? I guess you don't have to live there. In Saudi Arabia? No I thanks. Mean, yeah, they've got, they've got some there. Like, kind of backwards customs for us, Like, and they don't treat women great, I just obviously. don't like the desert, man. No thanks. Too hot. Well, maybe... And I don't like I don't like how women can't express themselves. So there's so many reasons why I wouldn't want to live there. I don't care how much money you're giving me, dude. For four hundred and wouldn't do sixty million wouldn't dollars do it. a year, I wouldn't be happy. You would live underground. No, nope. you would live in a cave. You would let those caves you would from let ancient somebody civilizations. Hang you upside down <laughs> in a cave in the dark. I would just turn into a bat. I'd turn into a, a turn into a bat for yeah. half a bill. Don't come at me with this. I'm not coming Holier at you with anything. Thou. I'm just saying, dude, dude. You'd probably do it for a hundred and fifty grand, bro. <laughs> there is no fucking way. I am a winter sports person. All I right, they the could mountains. build you a ski slope indoors. Fuck, no, they could not. Fuck they could that. make a mountain. There are. They already have one, and it sucks. It. It's like five stories high. It sucks. All right. Well, that maybe they build. Anyway, a big one. enough about that. But. Hopefully, oh, hold on. No, they are building a ski resort. You should look. This I saw up. it. it no, you dope. showed me. You showed me. That's got to be. Better than five stories. I mean, it's still not the same thing. It's fake snow okay. in a building. It's basically a parking garage covered in snow that you go around down in circles down. Better than nothing. Yeah, better than nothing. All right. All I'm right. sure the air conditioning in there is real cheap to do, to make that happen. <laughs> I don't even know how they keep that shit cold. That's like you just make a cooler basically out of the building. Pretty much. Ooh. I mean, when you have like infinite money and power... Electricity, you could do that. No, you give me hundred grand, hundred fifty. You said hundred fifty. Yep, I'd go to, I'd live on Epstein's island and get some hot ghosts. Oh yeah, they're gonna. <laughs> they, what were they selling that for? Fifty-five mil. Fifty-five mil. I mean, damn, that place looked dope. But well, again, they, there's that a lot of creepy shit happening out there. Off of uh, Nicaragua. Nic- How do you say that? Nicaragua. There we go. You nailed it. Yep. They're, it's like 12 Nicas, miles off there. Ni- Nicaragua, Nicaragua. Nicaragua. I'd like to go there. I've heard that's beautiful. But there's an island for like half a million Saw that. out there. Now, it's like five acres or something. You better find somebody who's Nicaraguan to cover the cost and figure that out for you to funnel the money through them so that you don't get fucked over as, an, as a citizen. Expat. Expat. Oh, they come out and raid my island. I've just, I've heard of, you know, not always, but I've heard of people, expats I've talked to in Mexico where sometimes a deal goes wrong, it's like you're never seeing your fucking money again, and you're fucked. Oh. You know? Yeah, you got Like, it depends on who you're rolling with. I don't know. I don't know enough about it. Yeah. But I have I have talked to expats, and this, again, this is in Mexico, not Nicaragua. No idea about South America. Probably worse, I would think, but I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? $55 millions, Um, it, Does that seem like a good deal for, for that island? Who knows? Like, who is going to want to buy that? That's kind know. of fucked Some up. Some other creepy pedo? Some other creepy rich guy who's running a fucking ring of young, hot women. I mean, it's disgusting. Ugh. That guy was such a creep. How weird must it feel, though, to be walking around? It's a big island, you know? Well, big-ish for, like, one house. I'd rather have Necker Island. 
But like, yeah, if you're just walking around it, you go from one side to the other. It's like, this is all yours. No one can come here. It's like, what? Though, you're just uh, one person and you have a fucking island. How are, how are the hurricanes, though? Because any time I've been to Mexico or I've been to South America a couple times, but the two times I went to Mexico was during hurricane season and we, our flights got delayed. Shit was fucked up. Storms were crazy. And if, if you've looked into Richard Branson's uh, Necker Island, that's been completely destroyed several times mm. from hurricanes. Mm-hmm. So you got to think about that. I don't know what insurance is for those, that type of stuff. That's a good point. That's got to be a lot of dough. But just to have to worry about hurricanes every single season. Yeah, I mean. No thanks. When I went to Puerto Rico in September yeah, last year. same. We hit a hurricane going. We just missed one going in and just missed one coming out. Like that's how crazy, crazy. that was. So they're probably they, so Rogan's probably not going to buy it. Rogan's not buying that. No, yeah. it would also be quite a He's lot of his money. I think you need to be in the, you need to be like a billionaire or close to it to be spending fifty five million on an island. It's too far away. It's too much. Too Imagine the mortgage on that. Ridiculous. And like I said, the insurance is probably insane. Mm. How about the depression not being caused by any imbalances in the chemicals in your brain? I had I maybe I'd heard this before, but I pretended not to. They they basically are saying that now. So that it was never. There's no such thing as like this hormone imbalance or what. It's it just comes down to thus selling. You have a a lot of trauma, a lot of PTSD, maybe, or your just thinking is not in a good way, or your actions are bad. Let's say you're like constantly spending all your money, and then you're super broke, and then you're worried about money all the time. That's gonna depress you. You eat like shit. You're overweight. I mean, a lot of. I would, I would guess. I think. Call me an asshole, but I would guess if you're not, if you're not healthy in in all sorts of ways. I think if this is true, and people, you know, should be excited about this data because it actually puts the power back in your hands instead of being a victim. True. Which people like to be victims, you know. Now it's like, hey, you can fix this with the right help from therapists or good friends or better behaviors or reading the right books or listening to Rogan. Rogan. Hot pool, cold pool, sauna. Yeah, work out. You can fix it. You don't have to feel like this. Love that, but they, they, but then the next topic, they're talking about how there's so many people who cannot think for themselves, so they think that a pill is going to save them when it clearly won't. It's they like think the a shot's going to save yeah. them. The fucking vaccine's going to save you, bro. You're good. You're going to be fine. Right. It's this fear, fear, yeah, fear, Yeah, well, why fear, work fear. out? Why eat better? Why change anything when you can just do one thing? Give me a pill. And then I'm fixed. No, it's ridiculous. And it's not ever going to work like that. It's so dumb. I mean, I, dude, I tried, uh, I was on, after my mom passed, I was having a hard time and I, they put me on Wellbutrin. I had that shit. Apparently it was an antidepressant. I was on it for two months. I was sweaty as fuck. I was getting twitches in my arm. Ooh. Like getting these weird twitches, kind of like your eye. It happens to be sometimes (laughs) if I'm dehydrated or if I smoke too much weed and like, I'm getting kind of nervous, you get like the, the nervous twitch. Oh yeah. I'm like, I'm never taking this shit again. I fucking threw them away. Didn't call my doctor back. Dude, that's wild. No, it was. I didn't. I'll never take it again. And hey, for some people, if that stuff works for you, great. But I, what I did is I started working out more. I started drinking less. I mean, I'm not telling you what I'm doing is is right for everybody. It was good for me. Working out is right. I still for get everybody. depressed. I'm not it saying is. it's gone. Yeah. But guess what? If I'm depressed, I better get the fuck out of bed and go to the gym. It's, yeah, and it I feel helps. so. Well, much I better. think that they've said that workouts are more effective. 
than SSRIs, period. Absolutely. Like a workout side. Absolutely. And remember, it's and all eating, relative eating. to what you can do. Let's say people could be like, oh, I'm disabled or I'm in a... Well, okay, you're in a wheelchair. Do your arms work? Does anything move? Anything. You can, you can design, get sweaty. You can design a bit of a strenuous exercise get for anything. Just get sweaty. Mm. But, yeah. Well, I think that's promising. That's good. No, it's cool. I mean, it, it, people have an option now. That there is no evidence that it has anything to do with your brain chemistry. It's, wow, yeah. I'm going to look into that. That's wild. It's the first time I had heard it. Well, I always wondered that when they were like, "Yeah, it's hormone imbalance." I got checked for it. I'm like, "What the hell are they checking?" Well, yeah. your hormones. How? Yeah. When? Do we even have the fucking real science for that? Like, what well, are they drilling into your brain and taking a core sample? It's like. No, they're not. Well, and the, then people would say, I've heard a lot of people say, oh, it's just, you know, the salts in your in your brain chemistry, like the salts are off. It's just mm. salts, you know, like it's just okay, like a pill what? with salts. Witchcraft. Don't it's come like, no, that's that. actually... Oh, my chakras are not aligned. That's actually math. It's math. <laughs> it's always math. Mm. Come on. What uh. else did I write down? Oh, the yeah. The beef jerky and the hard-boiled eggs, good trick. I've never had a hard-boiled egg from a gas station, but I'll fucking go beef jerky and ramen all day. Mm-hmm. If I'm starving and there's, like, nothing else open, mm-hmm. you're on a late-night road trip, beef jerky and, and yeah, ramen. Throw some of that beef jerky in the ramen after you cook it. Ooh, baby. Yeah. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. But, yeah. yeah, the school system being fucked, I mean, they, they've got, they went all over the board with stuff because they're all homies. Just mm-hmm. kind of like you and I do. But yeah, the, the school system, how do you change dumb when the school system is dumb in oh, this country? You can't change it. That, that one I, that I, one kills me, especially now that I have a child. I think you've got to take an active role as a parent. Yeah. And it doesn't really matter what your intelligence level is because as long as you show enthusiasm to some sort of learning, mm-hmm. remember, even if you're not very smart or well-educated, you're definitely going to be smarter than your kid. Until he's like five or six, probably, or maybe even a bit older. Probably, I mean, he, he, till he can read, yeah, or he or she, they're too young, or so, it, or they. So you can get them excited about learning and do it yeah. in a fun, creative way that you two can bond with, and and then you can, you know, as you take a step back and they go into, you know, public school system, which isn't great. Hopefully, they've got a bit of excitement towards learning, totally, and they continue that. Or as a parent, you say, "Hey, man." you know hey son daughter this the school system may or may not be the best school system ever but that's why we have books you know don't believe everything you hear that that's really what it comes down to don't believe everything you're you're taught and don't listen to the stupid teacher who <laughs> sucks okay are you really going to say that? Don't listen to Imagine me. if they're at school and they're like, my dad just, said not to listen to you because you suck. Bad advice. I take it back. But the teacher who thinks that they're amazing, I mean, we've, had, we've, we've all had amazing teachers and we've all had teachers that I, I can't stand. I would just say this to, we've my, all had it. to my kid. I'm the most right and your teacher is the second most right. Uh, and we'll go from there. All right. And, and, they, they and go to, to gym class. Out. Get get some of that anger out, son. Yeah, and work out. I hope my son doesn't get my temper. And work out, yeah. He probably will. He'll see it, model it, and oh, it'll be wonderful. 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 Well, You're you welcome. know what, though? I'm going to be taking, uh, I'll be taking steroids like Vince McMahon, because holy shit, did you see his legs? Dude, 77. <laughs> if you guys didn't see that picture, <laughs> oh, ridiculous. Oh, my God. 
He is jacked. Oh, and as a reminder, have to watch the new Beavis and Butthead movie. Haven't done it yet. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was, uh, that's another one I was mad about. Remember when Mike Judge was on like a year ago, whenever that was? Wasn't that long ago, six months ago. Yeah. He didn't even talk about the new movie. They Come barely, did. yeah, they barely did. They didn't I even think talk they, about. They brushed over it, but I need to watch it. I've actually heard it's quite good. Oh, I'm sure it's amazing. Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's get it. We gotta watch, and let's watch Beavis. It. And on that note, let's call it a day. Good week. A podcast. Great week. Uh, keep an eye out. We're probably going to be doing a couple a week from now on just to break them up, and then we can focus a bit more on them. Also, don't forget, if you want a hoodie, go to the Instagram, write a message, do that thing, tell us a joke, Dad like joke. some pictures, and we'll send one out. They're dope. They're worth having. We'd like to, we'd like to send you some. Right on. Laters. Later.